Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Fools Save the World. Sabri, what's up, man? Nothing much. We made it another week. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing good. Episode 21, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I, it's funny, like this week alone, man, I've been doing, I know it's like height of Corona and whatnot, like still kind of going on. There's a lot of like stuff. Actually, it's been, it's been calming down over here, but in Europe, it's been picking up. I, calm down is a good word to say. And I think I've, people are kind of taking that, like. The weekend that I've had, it's pretty much been like everything's back to normal, but with the exception of having to wear a mask. You know, I, I went to a pool party on Saturday. You know, I had friend, friends over to where my place is at because our pool is open now uh, by reservation only. So we were at the pool just kind of hanging out, having drinks, you know, having a good time. And then we came back to my place here and just kind of like watched TV and hanged out. Uh, Sunday, we just literally, I had a brunch party like at my place, cooked. They had like, you know, six or seven people over. Nobody wore a mask. I know that's bad, but, <laughs> but it felt kind of like a normal, regular like weekend like it felt back to normal like it was a very un-covid safe <laughs> i guess you can say weekend which is funny because the people who are listening to this i have some of the people that are over so they're kind of i bet you i'm making them paranoid but it was a fun weekend though it felt like back to normal shame on you and your friends i know right your co-host is so paranoid about getting covid and look at you guys was Disobeying safe. the the COVID commandments. I was safe. I had hand hand sanitizer at the ready, constantly washing hands. Everything was very, with the exception of being six feet apart, was really you know safe. I think. And it, for the it was the same group of friends I've been hanging out with for the past couple of weeks. It was like nobody really knew, so I kind yeah. of feel safe around them at least. But yeah, no, I get it. I'm convinced that it's more with breathing the particles um, you give off to each other than touching each other. But who knows at this point, everything's hearsay. I mean, it's all up in the air now, really now, but you know what? Another good thing that happened, fantasy football. Yep. Fantasy football did happen. And uh, yeah, fuck you. Let's just go to the good news. Bye to the fools. I know it's funny because we had last week we said we weren't going to do a podcast if I won this week. So we probably figured, hey, we're doing a podcast, so James must have lost. But nope, I won week two of my fantasy football. I am actually, I think this is the first time I've been 2-0, like starting off 2-0. And I have a really good opportunity to be 3-0. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, I was ecstatic when that happened. So 2-0 fantasy football. Uh, I beat a very good competitor trying to boost you up a little bit yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good game uh, yeah <laughs> good game <Nope>. you know <laughs> a lot of hustle hey. sure a lot of hustle out there boys it was a good game <laughs> <laughs> congratulations james you beat me your 2-0 your team uh it was well earned and my team disappointed me i don't know what else to say but yeah congrats to james 2-0 thank you thank just... you thank you i feel good 2-0 i'll I'll just have to stare at my four championship rings and remember the path. <laughs> Funny, it reminds me. Do you, and it's kind of going off before you get to your, your uh, good news part. Uh, yeah. When they started 
to question Lance Armstrong when he, uh, you know, news started coming out about him having performance enhancing drugs in the system and him using it during the Tour de France. Uh huh. There was a post that he put where he's like, I'm just chilling in my, you know, Texas home or whatever. And it's him lying on the couch, but up top is all of his Tour de France winning jerseys, like hung up. Like he's basically showing up. He's like, yeah, 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 bitch. I won seven Tour de France's. What the fuck are you going to do? So it's, 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 I kind of sounded like that. Like I'm just going to, you know, polish my four championship rings and whatnot. <laughs> yep. Except I don't take performance enhancing drugs to win my fantasy rings. It's all I just use my brain, my skills, and whatever blackmail I can do to win. There you go. But yeah, James was good. He beat me, so he deserves the uh, whatever shit talking he wants to do this week because we all know I would have gave it to him if uh, I had to beat him. Oh, but, I'm a, I'm a humble winner. Yeah, <laughs> save that for the people that don't know you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah so are you done with your good news i want you to soak it up soak it up james i'm, I'm, I'm good I'll, I'll save it for now you know i may hit a little hit a little bit later but you know i'm good yeah so a little funny thing of james good news is um so i i work night shift so i got off at seven in the morning and i was most of my players played the morning game so i knew i would win or lose by the time one o'clock came in so I was like, all right, well, a nurse was talking about Mexican food. So I was like, let me pick up a chorizo burrito. Let me get a coffee to make sure I can stay awake for the games. And as soon as uh, I ate my uh, burrito and coffee, I'm watching the games. I knew. Like, it, I w- it was back and forth, back and forth. And I think right before noon or halftime hit, my quarterback threw a pick when I could have scored a touchdown. And as soon as he threw the pick, I just texted James and I said, congrats on your win. I'm going to bed. And I went to bed. (laughs) I knew in my heart that I lost because of that one play. And sure enough, I I lost. So, yeah. So what's funny about that is I got that text message and there's a thing in our league about good sportsmanship and jinxing another person. <laughs> like if you actually text somebody that said like, you know, Hey, good game jinx. And if you actually reply to that person, I'm like, thank you, man. Thank you. And like, kind of like accepting it. That's almost like a sense of bad luck <laughs> because as Sabri can uh, tell you the championship game, cause he's the won the championship last year between the two, uh, you know, people he text they would text message each other, and it's funny. Like their text message happened to like turn the tides of the actual game into where where they thought they were losing. They sent a text message, and all of a sudden they started winning. <laughs> so yep. I saw yep. that text message. I'm all like, oh no, nope, nope, nope. I am not responding to that. I know your tricks. No, you're trying to get me to feel like you know to slip up. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. I'm gonna put the phone down. I'm gonna put it on silent. Not gonna watch it. <laughs> it's it's absolutely true. Our last year's championship. Um, the guy playing me texted me, and all of a sudden he started winning. And then I texted him, and out of nowhere I came back and won. So uh, it is something we do in our league. It's like uh, wearing, wearing, not changing your underwear for like a month or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's a ritual in our league. In all honesty, I, I didn't, I'm not wasting that kind of good luck on a week two from James. So I'm saving it if I make the playoffs. <laughs> Say that mojo so I, for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really meant it for James, but yeah, he, uh, he beat me. I texted him. I went to bed. I woke up with the small hope that I pulled off a victory and 
I saw that I lost and I was like, yeah, I knew it anyways, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so on to my good news. My good news is that my son was student of the week this, or this past week. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so it looks like he's getting his mother's genes and brains. And, uh, so he's going to be, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to be um, good at school and we're pushing it. And so we're very proud of him that he was a student of the week and we want education to be a big part of who he is. So yeah, I'm proud of him. So, That's awesome, man. Congrats. Congrats, Zach. How is, yeah. now, now I know the kind of the different turns of conversation, how is schooling going with him? With Because uh, he's just started, did he go to preschool part of this or is, or is he in preschool? No, 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 he's, he's seven. So he's um or kindergarten or first grade or whatever yeah yeah so he it's just online everything's online um so he'll watch the teacher on the computer and they'll interact and then she'll assign a bunch of homework and it seems like more homework now because they're not in class so it's it's kind of like us working with them off the computer since he doesn't get that interaction uh, in the class, but yeah, it, it, it's working out so far. I, I don't mind it. It's it's fine. A cute story though. I called him one morning because I saw I had a missed call. So I was driving from work and I called him, and he answered. And he goes like in a in a frantic face. He goes, "Dad, I'm in school. Why are you calling me?" And I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw this call. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, bye, Dad. And it was one of those funny things because he knows he's supposed to listen to school, but he knows when Dad calls, he has to talk to Dad, too. So he didn't know which to choose. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good boy right there. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cute just because I saw his face when I FaceTimed him, and he was like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Dad, I got school. What are you doing? You're embarrassing in front of my friends. So like, you're like, what? What friends? Are we talking? You're like, buddy, it's online. Oh, they can see you. They're seeing me talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cute. But yeah, that's my good news for the week. Awesome. That's cool. Congrats, Zach. <laughs> so uh, since your good news was football, you want to just talk a little football? What happened? A lot, bruh. Last week? Like we said a little while ago, we had a special uh, episode. Uh, which one was that was that 19 or 18 where we talked about fantasy football we brought on joseph and we had like an in-depth look of like how what football is going to be this week and we said in that episode that this was going to be the strangest and like most unpredictable football season yet and it hasn't disappointed like all really really top players within the first two weeks more particularly this week like are out like season injury uh, season ending injuries out yeah. In particular, yeah. Shane Barkley and uh, who's the other one? Sledden? Sled, 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 McCaffrey. Sled. So, so Christian McCaffrey has a high ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks. Um, for you who don't know, he is an elite running back, like the best running back. He's out four to six weeks. Then you got Saquon Barkley, who was considered the number two running back in football, is out for the season with a torn uh, ACL. Then you have um, other top players like Raheem Mostert, a running back for the 49ers. 
I'm not sure how long he's out. It looks like it's going to be a couple weeks. Even like their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, he got hurt too. He, oh, had a, he has a high ankle sprain. Niners took a beating. Uh, Garoppolo, the quarterback, got hurt. Our best uh, defensive player, Joey Bosa, is out for the season. Um, we lost um, like three more defensive players. Yeah, the Niners took a beating. The Broncos lost their number one wide receiver, Cortland Sutton, for the season. So that's and like. Yeah. Drew, uh, Drew Locke, I think the, the Denver oh, Broncos. Oh, yeah, the quarterback got injured like for he the has Broncos. A, yeah, yeah, he has an IAC spring. Like, like, it's like, dude, like, what the hell? Yeah, he wasn't like... that good, though. <laughs> well, him, the, key, but, yeah. the key point when I'm bringing is, like, all these are, like, key starters for their teams. Like, um, yeah, and also yeah. uh, Devontae Adams, my my guy uh, for the oh, Green Bay Michael Packers. Thomas in week one. Thomas. Maybe all the couple weeks. Thomas is Devontae gone, yeah. Adams. Adams has a hamstring. And uh, even uh, also. Maybe on Bell with a hamstring issue. Yeah, there's a bunch of injuries where where these guys are just. And now it's. it's Was it because there was no preseason? That's the thing. time to practice. Yeah. You know, was is this because of COVID or was this going to happen Anyways, I won't say it's because of COVID. Well, well maybe it's, it's not particularly. Yeah, yeah. So it's not directly related to COVID, but COVID so does think, play some play I think play a little part. With those um, ACL injuries, we're gonna get hurt anyways. But the hamstrings and the soft tissue injuries, I think that could be blamed on COVID and the and the no um, preparation before the games and stuff. Yeah, no preseason, but, no like the practices were a lot different. It's so, nuts. Like waiver wires are going freaking crazy, just like in our league. People yeah. are dropping a crazy amount of money. Shout out Joseph who spent forty five dollars on Brown. What the hell? Yep, yep. <laughs> and didn't even start him in week two. What the hell, Joseph? What are you doing? But anyways. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> Joseph, uh he said the record in our league spending forty five dollars. On, uh, so we uh, so in our league we only have fifty dollars waiver wire cash, and Joseph spent forty five on uh, Malcolm Brown, the Rams running back, and yeah, I don't. I'm sure Joe Joe's creative. He'll he'll make. I'm sure he's trying to trade them to like eight different player teams right now, <laughs> or like they're starting like whoever, trying to tell him Malcolm Brown is the next big thing, but. Yeah, Sorry, Joe, like give away your strategy. Like, oh my god! I saw. I remember waking up to seeing that. I'm like, all right, I wonder who won because I put a little bit of money on him, and I'm thinking like, you know, ten to twelve bucks ought to be pretty, ought to be in pretty good contention to try to get him. Probably won't win him, but I probably think I'd be maybe like either third or second highest bid on a, a waiver for like twelve to thirteen bucks, right? Yeah. Nope, I was eighth among twelve people. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing the I, amount of people that I beat you, I might have just beat you, but yeah, I, I might have been seven. I yeah, you you might yeah, you might have been. I think just barely above. I think I put a dollar below you, and I saw like people go uh, just for like Brown. Um, I think it was like I put like I think eight, uh, eleven. Some people put twelve, fourteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, and then Joe freaking saying "fuck you all" and going forty-five. <laughs> Yeah, typically in our league, uh, maybe by week eight, there'll be a couple people that used all their money. I'd say we're close to three people now that wasted all their money. Yeah. And we're only in week two. Yep. So who knows what week three is going to hold because they already set the standard. So everyone's going to think to spend high. So we'll see what happens week three. It's. I'm uh, not looking forward to it since my team is losing. But uh, enough about sports. 
let's talk about uh uh incident we found online that happened <laughs> are you talking about the uh rumble in the waffle jungle <laughs> yeah the waffle rumble the rumble in the jungle with free waffles <laughs> So basically, uh, what we're talking about is um, these these three customers. I don't know if you could call them customers, though. But these three people went into the, to the Waffle House, and they decided to dine and dash. Except they made a key mistake in this diner dash. One of them forgot their cell phone, <laughs> so they go so they go back. Uh, to get their cell phone and uh, yeah, things don't go as planned. But then you could say that when they didn't expect to have to go back in. Why don't you give us a little more detail on that, James? Well, first I kind of wonder. I wonder what type of cell phone it is. If it was a like you know, depending <laughs> it on the cell be phone, an iPhone. it better be a good phone, right? And if they got a fucking Nokia <laughs> flip phone, yeah. I'll be all like, you know what? The, yeah, you know the the meal that I bought was more expensive than my phone. They could have the fucking phone, you know. <laughs> you know what's funny about is um, the video? I don't know if they had a better phone than the Nokia flip phone. Just seeing the three people <laughs> in the video, yeah, it might have been one of those. Uh, what are those um, those phones you can buy at? Uh, Target or wherever, just to, and toss them. Yeah, like the the random uh, the paid paid for use phones yeah, or whatever they paid are. For use phones, yeah. Yeah, if it's just that, like, dude, like, who who gives a shit about it though? It, from what it looked like, it was three customers, two female, one male. You know, uh, there's a video of it that you can watch um, if you Google like Waffle Rumble or uh, Waffle House fight or something like that. You can see. Or just go to our Facebook because we're gonna put the link up shortly. Yep, we'll put it on Facebook. So check that out there. Uh, but you can see the uh, the three customers arguing with the staff at the register, you know, asking them to give, you know, his cell phone back. And they were like, nope, not going to give it to you. And I didn't even know what the reason behind that. I just thought it was like a Waffle House, like, you know, fight. Like, hey, whatever, another Waffle House fight. No big deal, right? Because <laughs> it's like something that, it's something you normally see at a Waffle House, you know, just saying. Uh, but you see in the video, you know, the guy getting upset. They're arguing. So then he proceeds to start walking behind the counter to kind of confront uh, the workers there. And then an all out like rumble starts. You know, a, a woman <laughs> can be seen. She loses her rig and her shirt falls off as she's trying to punch another female employee while like there's another male employee that has one of the guys in the choke code and you can hear somebody in the dining room like put that bar to sleep you know right in the background and everything like that and you can just hear people cheering and like there's the picture on twitter where the guy has a guy in a choke code and it looks like he's like you know putting his fist up like yeah like he got him in the dining room like to the people in the dining room it's, it's, it's such a shit show <laughs> yeah so my a little more on the take so these employees were like, you're not getting your phone back. Like they stood their ground. There's this big dude with a ponytail behind the counter. And his go-to move was anytime the, one of the three people tried to punch him, he just ducked into the punch. It was like the Rocky defense. <laughs> it was like, what are you doing, man? You're bigger than this guy. But you could tell he obviously didn't, want confrontation or didn't want to fight but you got to be prepared for something when you stand your ground and he just kept ducking into these punches and i felt so bad and it's funny because the the guy was like the short white male who was not big or intimidating at all 
And then the ponytail guy was pretty big, and, you know, he was getting his butt kicked a little bit. And then uh, one of the other employees stepped in and somehow got this little dude in a chokehold. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just holding on for dear life. He couldn't do anything. It 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 reminded me of one of those uh, David Spade characters or something. And then, um, then you had this white chick who honestly looked like a prostitute. I'm not sure what was going on there. Maybe she was. Who knows? I mean, hey. Yeah, they came back willing to fight. But, yes, then she got picked up and pulled away and held, and she didn't do much. And then here comes, like, Big Bertha, this big black chick who was probably bigger than every man there. She was just wailing on people. She wailed on the dude in the ponytail. She then then the chick came. But it's funny because you could tell, like, the employees – were raised with morals because they were not hitting the chick because she was a girl, even though she was wailing on them. And then, so the girl comes out, this tiny little girl. I don't know about you, but morals go out the fucking window if somebody's wailing on me. I mean, I'm not going to, like, fight with, like, aggression, but, you know, I'll knock her ass down <laughs> to trying to punch me, man. Like, like, nope. Like, you're going to the nuts. I'm going to punch you in the titty and I'm going to push you away or something. You know, I'm not like, it's like, you know, all you're bets are off when it comes to that. Yeah. You're going to give her a titty whistle <laughs> or what? Exactly. Yeah. You're like, don't mess so, with me. <laughs> so this is when it gets really crazy. So this little employee, she's a girl, somehow gets a hold of the black lady's leg and I'm not, I didn't really catch how her tits came out, but this was like, if this was like a street fighter and it was her special move, she came down with her fist and as her fist hit the girl, her tits like, like swayed <laughs> and smacked her too. And so it was like a Ultra combo. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man. So I'm watching. And then at some point, you could tell the black lady has done this before because she's the only one that realized like, Hey, we got to go. Like we just got in the bra at the waffle house. The cops are going to be here soon. But this little tiny employee is not letting go of her leg. And so now um, she's pulling hair. She's doing whatever she can to get out of here. The the white dude is still in the chokehold, so he ain't going anywhere. (laughs) And they still don't have the cell phone, which is probably the evidence of who these people are, which is why they want it so bad. So that was the crazy story of of dying and dash at the Waffle House. There was uh, some, actually, uh, I read some articles that said that the lady said we need to get out of here, that they had coke in their possession, that they needed to, like, jet. Oh, I didn't hear that. They had coke? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and, I, and when I was reading it, I'm like, wait, did they have to pay for a coke? And like, it's like, I'm like, oh no, they had drugs on. I'm like, oh, because I'm still trying to understand, like, what's the whole reason for this fight? I didn't really know that they died in dash until you told me like this evening. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. Knowing James, he's like, coke. I'd only go back for a Dr Pepper. Yeah, like <laughs> losers, <laughs> don't they know? <laughs> have Dr. you ever uh, dined in dash, James? I don't think I have. Yeah, the worst I've done in a restaurant is just said it was my birthday when it wasn't. I think everybody's, but, done, I think everybody's done that before. <laughs> but when I was when I was in high school, me and a couple of friends, we had um we had a routine where we would go to the movies and what we did was we would get 
there in time for the first movie at 10 a.m. Um, this is back in the day when McDonald's cheeseburgers were like 39 cents. So what we did was we maxed out. We bought like like 20 cheeseburgers. We snuck them into the movies, and we would buy. We would get there at 10 a.m. We would buy a 5 p.m. Uh, movie ticket, and then we would go in and we would just sneak into different movies. Well, one time, one time we got caught. Uh, by this uh, old lady she was like hey you can't be here you gotta have a ticket and we're like okay so she kicked us out we take our 20 cheeseburgers or how many ever we had left we go around and we come back in the entrance with our with our 5 p.m ticket and we just walk right back in and we show her look we got our tickets is of course she doesn't check the time and we sneak into another movie right in front of her <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably the worst thing I've ever done, but I didn't get in a fight over it. You brought that just popped in my head. It was nothing bad, but remember that time we were with Jeremy, another one of our close friends. Shout out Jeremy. Uh, remember when that fight broke out when yeah, we were at a movie theater? I forgot where it was, uh, somewhere in like Los Angeles or whatnot, though. And uh, Jeremy was literally like, there was, I forgot what it was. It was like a guy and like, there there was two couples and I guess their girlfriends got into an argument. They started like fighting over, or like, or talking shit and fighting. And then they started fighting with each other. And then one of the guys tried to pull one of the girls off the guy. And then the other guy got pissed off and pushed him. And then they got and started to a brawl. But I think you and I were like on the opposite side, kind of far away from fight. Jeremy is standing right smack in the middle. (laughs) And I mean, like, like in the middle of between with the two fight and he's not moving. He's just standing there like now, granted, like Jeremy, he's a big dude, right? Like he's, he he can be intimidated looking, but he's a giant teddy bear. Like we all like, all of us are. And like, it's funny. He's just standing there like, "Mm -hmm." and we're like, what are you doing? And, and I remember you specifically thinking, ah, shit, I'm going to get into a fight and whatever. And then I'm looking around, I'm like, all right, well, cause I was like a buck, like 10, if anything, back then, super skinny. And I'm thinking, all right, well, if anything, I can hold on to that guy's legs. I can punch that guy in it. (laughs) So, so since you brought it up, we'll give a little more detail on it. So uh, what happened was our buddy, Jeremy had to go to the bathroom. And as he was in the bathroom, That's he what it was waiting, yeah. and the fight broke out. And it was the two; it was couples, but it was like it was like three dudes and one dude against one dude and a chick versus three dudes and a chick. Jeremy comes out like right in the middle of the fight, where it just like got pushed over by the bathroom door. So when Jeremy comes out, he has this look like, "Huh, what's going on here?" But <laughs> I'll say it with all fairness. The dumbass <laughs> just stands there like he's watching another movie eating popcorn, <laughs> not realizing like, bro, this is getting going to get escalated. You're going to you're about to get pulled into the fight because if he gets hit, you know, the the code amongst friends, like if your friend gets hit, then, you know, we're involved. And yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> as James say, James is pretty small, but James is scrappy. <laughs> and this is probably my fit years. And I'm just like, as James analyzing the situation, I'm just like, oh, man, all right, well, I'm going to have to go after one of the three first and, <laughs> and knock out that guy just so the the guy who's by himself thinks he's on. we're on his side. And if he gets involved, we'll knock out him last. <laughs> yeah, literally analyzing and everything. Like, yeah, I'm analyzing the whole thing. 
And it literally gets even closer to Jeremy where a normal person would back up or at least go back in the bathroom or get out of the way. He doesn't get out of the way. I yell at him. I don't know if you remember this. I remember like, Jeremy, get out the way. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Jeremy, get over here now. (laughs) Like he's my kid and shit. Uh, (laughs) He kind of just looks at me with this blank stare and just kind of like shoulder shrugs and slowly walks over. (laughs) And... She's like, what? I wanted to watch a fight. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, He's all like, they weren't going to do a, nothing. There's a, <laughs> there's a difference between watching the fight and being in the fight. <laughs> and what Jeremy didn't realize is this has already been going on for a couple minutes. Who knows when the cops are going to get there. And just what we need is us to get caught in the middle of a fight. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Funny you bring up that story. I, I remember it like yesterday. Yeah, I remember that being funny. You just brought up movie theater and kind of something like that. That that just brought like that to my mind. Uh, I, I used to have a buddy actually. Than you thought of Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. yeah it all it all clicked. That's exactly what it was. Cheeseburgers, movie theater, Jeremy fight. Boom. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, another another one of my buddy uh, like old uh, childhood friend uh, named Jimmy, uh, old homie. Remember, me and him used to go to movie theaters a lot too, and we used to do that exact same thing. And I remember I used to be so fucking paranoid about like getting caught and going to like a different movie theater because I, I I had pretty good morals as a kid and whatnot, and like I always felt like I've been doing something bad or shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, we used to. I remember one time we went to go watch. I think it was Independence Day that came out actually, uh, the first Independence Day movie with Will Smith. That's a long time ago. And remember, we went to go watch that, and then we got out the movie theater. And I thought, okay, cool. What are we going to do now? He's like, oh, we're going in here. And I'm like, what? What are we doing? And went to like inside another movie. And I forgot what the movie was at the point because I think I was more focused on looking to see if somebody was like looking at us or like going to ask us, can we see your tickets, please, or something. And I don't even think I focused on the movie to really watch it. But we, I did that a few times too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have. Yeah. That's a kid thing, and you should be. Uh guilty conscious because it is wrong but yeah we're kids we did it we've done other stupid shit yeah yeah i'm done probably done worse shit shit too but oh well speaking of stupid shit have you uh heard about uh the telephone call between Alyssa milano and the cops don't get me started on her dude hypocritical (laughs) bit you know what and it's hard hey, to say. It's hard to say because hey, well, that's, I mean, uh, Tony Danza's "Who's the Boss Kid." Don't I mean, say that I, about my girl. It hurts me because she's hot. Yes, <laughs> Alyssa Milano. You apologize to her right now, that's, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, she's one of my crushes. I can't say that, man, because she sounds like a fucking Karen, dude. All right, go ahead and tell everyone what happened. I mean, so with oh, respect to my childhood crush. All right, so Karen first started <laughs> Alyssa Milano. All right, so the first got to give a little backstory. Melissa Milano is a big advocate on uh, defunding the police. With everything that's going on, police brutality and police abusing their power, uh, she's a big advocate of defunding them and taking away their funding and putting it towards things that could better suit the community and help out other people, right? Like saying we don't need to spend millions of dollars on armored vehicles and like military weapons when we can actually use that money to use for things that we need today. Better schooling, uh, community stuff, supplies, what have you, right? So she's been on this 
for like a few months. Uh, hashtag defund the police, giving examples, retweeting things on Twitter. Well, over the past, I'm not sure exactly when this was on the over the weekend or it was like sometime last week. There was an incident where a teen who lived in that same neighborhood was uh, walking around. I think he had a BB gun and I think he was hunting uh, birds or squirrels, squirrels or squirrels. Yeah, it's like, it's like with, an, with an air gun, like a BB gun, just kind of shooting stuff and like hunting around. So Alyssa Milano calls 911 in a frantic, you know, and saying like there is an armed gunman on her property and needs the police right away. So at least seven Ventura County Sheriff's vehicles, one K-9 unit, a police helicopter in Los Angeles Fire Department, pretty much everybody in the mama came down on the street and was like on standby. <laughs> so nope. like the, literally the whole fucking police department came for this kind of thing. And, and granted, that's how it should be, right? You have an armed person, allegedly. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen if somebody actually has a weapon or anything like that. I'd do the same shit. I'd be like, oh, fuck, you have a gun. And like, you know, if you've seen some of these BB guns, these BB guns is are like they look like legit rifles like you can't tell from a far away you know uh, so i don't blame her for necessarily doing it though it's just ironic and kind of hypocritical i wouldn't even say really hypocritical really but like if it's an incident if you saw a person with a gun you'd be like oh fuck i'm gonna call the police obviously the people are giving her a lot of shit for it on twitter and everything because of how much she is going against the police because she wants to defund the police right and this incident happens and she says give me freaking the fucking national guard out here and which almost practically happened well in her defense <laughs> she didn't ask for the national guard and and supposedly her comment that she made was which is pretty funny actually i'm sorry Alyssa. so her comments were she did not call the police the the teenager with the with the hunting rifle for squirrels or the bb gun whatever it was called the police on himself so that was her story bullshit um that she put out there bullshit and she didn't call the police in fact they didn't call the police until after um they were notified by the police saying that the her husband called and said that they were just they called just to check when the police were gonna get there yeah that kind of sounds far-fetched to me i'm not gonna give her any slack on that one like i doubt the dude called the police on himself unless with everything going on the guy was like let me call the police i don't want to get shot maybe he heard like the helicopter or something are they looking for me (laughs) but who (laughs) Who hunts squirrels and then decides, like, oh, they're after me. I better call the police on myself. I don't know. Well, one, I wonder, like, if where is he hunting squirrels? And two, why the fuck are you hunting squirrels out in the middle of the damn street? Or if you're hunting them on Alyssa's, you know, her property and whatnot. <laughs> that right. That's some stupid shit to do there. Now, if you're in your own backyard or in your front yard or something like that, okay, I can kind of see that more or less. If no, you're... It was on uh, her property, and she has, um, from what I read, she has um, pretty big land, so property land. So so I could see this teen just chasing a squirrel that went on her property, and he's just trying to get it. He literally went, it. squirrel, and like ran after <laughs> to start yeah. going after <laughs> Like, uh, what, what was it? Up? 
the yeah, movie up. The, the Doug, the dog, and then like run after and realizes he has a gun and he's on somebody else's property. Like, oh shit, let me call the police. Hey, I'm over here on somebody's property with a gun. Don't shoot me. So I wonder if Peter's gonna get involved and ruin this kid's life. Oh why god. Is this kid, why What's, is this kid hunting squirrels? Isn't Alisa Milano she's isn't she a big Peter person? I don't know. That neighbor might be moving soon. <laughs> <laughs> but she's yeah, gonna make so, me. I mean, don't fuck with Peter. They're saying, do not fuck with Peter. <laughs> like, so yeah, you know, like you don't, you don't fuck with the cartel because it makes your shit go away. Don't fuck with Peter. You'll be gone within a week. I swear. Yeah, yeah, it's true. True story. I love all dogs. Yep. We won't get into cats because I don't want Peter knocking onto my door. Hey, Unless we're you. talking about lions. I love my little dude over here. He's 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 solid. I'll take a lion. Yeah, your your shit is not a lion, so <laughs> no, he's he's your cat for making me sneeze all the damn time. He is pretty much a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I love but I love him. We could have gone that way. Yeah. But speaking but, of yeah. pussies, James, how you doing? Ah! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> right. So uh, back to uh, Alyssa Milano. So back to after. A sorry Alyssa just know I was a big fan of who's the boss and charmed I don't know about James but okay so when the cops are when they she took a lot of like social media harassment and all this for for being a hypocrite so she made the statement online yeah but she did she did express her gratitude towards the police and she pointed out these are exactly the type of situation that police officers are trained for and should respond to and we will always support police having the resources they need for appropriate policing actions oh fuck that no fuck that no, only because it only because that situation actually turned out okay. She put that. No, if I, that kid no. did not call on himself, which I still think is bullshit. But if they didn't, if no, if he bullshit. did not, or they did not know that that kid had a rifle per se, that's a BB gun. He was literally there to sudden squirrels. They don't know that kid would have been dead. We were we'd be talking a completely different story of saying how a, po- a policeman shot up a fucking kid who was hunting squirrels on Lisa Milano's debt because she called the police. I don't know. Maybe depends on the, and I hate to say this, but depends on the color of the kid's skin, right? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yes, that's fucking so. True. So, but my point to go back to. That's sad um, that we even have to even say that too, man. Like, no, it is sad, but yeah. this is how the media portrays things, and, and right. You know, maybe they make a big deal because it's Alyssa Milano, but yeah, yeah. Uh, skin skin matters. Skin color matters on what ratings, I guess, these days. That's true. But back to my point with Alyssa Milano, is she's not saying defund the police and give the police no money is two different things. Like, without going into the statistics, she is just making a point that money could be better spent elsewhere. Just like with our military. We have like trillions and billions and whatever dollars going into our military when that money could be going into education. It could be going into feeding the poor. It could be doing so much better things, but we tend to focus on putting that money into military. So because we put that money into military, other sectors are do not get as much money. 
it's the same thing with what she's saying with defund the police. She's not saying get rid of all their money. She's just saying that money could be used uh, better elsewhere. And one of the statements she said also online was, we'd love to see equally trained non-police professionals respond to addiction and mental health crisis and non-violent events so that these brave officers can do the jobs they are so good at handling as they demonstrated this weekend. So she kind of making the point like the cops are doing a one man do everything job when they could have other trained professionals uh, do other things. But I don't think she's totally wrong. But the irony that she called the police when she says defund the police is, yeah, I get it. But I don't. But just because you're defund the police doesn't mean that you can't call the police for help. Yeah. No, what, I, if it, what if it was a real armed robber coming at her? Yeah, like I'm not arguing the point or or disagreeing with you. The fact that she called the police, yeah, hell yeah, I would have called the police too. I could be like, you know, fuck that cop, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. He got a gun, cop, come here, come here. You know, I'd be the first one to like try to get the cop's attention. I think everybody would. Uh, the my problem with Elisa, it's not a big problem, but I mean, she's hot. I can't be that mad at her. But my problem with Elisa is the way that she went about her i guess you want to say campaign or the how she did um her kind of like her post on it was very aggressive and it was very negative and it was very like you know this we need to like defund and stop paying them and anything right like that. she's definitely more um one of the more active um people with defunding and she kind of reminds me of like maybe like what a hippie would be back in the seventies or something she seems like she's kind of that type <laughs> yeah yeah actually. I but, wonder how she is going to continue, though, now that if she's going to continue on her same path of defund the police or with this incident that she's going to take a different turn or a different approach about it. Because, she, like you said, she's not wrong with what she was saying. Yeah, I don't think so either. But she, like I agree with you. She's not wrong with what she's saying. I feel like she's going about it in a bad way, though. In a negative way, as with a lot know. of as with she, a lot of people. She thanked them. She thanked them. She... Oh no, 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 she was grateful with that. But I, I meant like prior to this incident happening, and I'm glad nothing bad happened. Like, like again, this could have been a completely different story. Um, how we were talking about this, but uh, she was saying, you know, defund the police. You know, pull that money off. I, I am not one to say that we should defund our police. <laughs> you know, they protect and serve. A complacent. Or, yeah, complacent is a bitch, right? So you're only a lot of times you get in trouble when you're complacent to a point where you're not prepping for the worst. And granted, we might not need that. However, million hundred thousand dollar armored trucks that they bought, you know, to do it. But right. you know, the one day that we have a uh, you know civil war on our hands or the, some type of uh, terrorist attack and we not prepare to defend ourselves in a certain matter really super far-fetched right they don't god forbid if that ever happens but it, if you're not prepared for like a situation because of you're saying you know we don't need it we're better off with doing certain other projects and improving the community and these other programs well that's part of the the one of the things i read when um all this defunding the police started was they, there was a report done in one of the areas they want are brought up where the police are spending extra money is 
they're they're putting more police officers in schools. Well, why are they doing that? Because there's all these school shootings now. School shootings happen. They're they're pretty rare statistically, but because it happens and it's an uproar, the community gets all riled up and stuff. So you start putting these cops into these schools. Now you have to pay these cops and you need extra staffing to put them in the schools. Right. So for the most part, they're just there doing nothing because nothing really happens in schools. So you have these cops in schools getting paid, then that's all kind of what you said when you say um, be prepared for the situation. If we don't know when the next situation is, then yeah, you're going to be wasting money. Like, to, And that's just one example of um, cops where maybe you could save money. I'm not an expert on where they need to save money or whatever, but it's just an article I read of, of there's more, there's more like police officers in schools than there are nurses and, and other um, essential needs in the school. So I found that was an interesting read that I read a few months ago, but I mean, it's true. There's something that I saw the other day and I think it fits perfectly. It was a meme that was more related to like it and computers, information technology, but in the, the meme, it had, you know, IT support when things don't work. And there's a, the boss saying, what the fuck do I pay you for? And then in the other side, IT support when things break. Same boss. What the fuck am I paying you for? It's, it kind of goes both ways, right? So it's, it's you know, the same shit. And that hit home with me so much. I'm like, damn, that's really fucking true. You know, they're like, what the fuck do I need you when shit's not, when shit's just working perfectly? And then when things break, like, why the fuck do I need you? Because everything's breaking all the time. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. But yeah. Another example is a good way to end our show. Um, I'm going to, just for Alyssa Milano, I'm going to give a shout out to my childhood crushes. Uh, Salma Hayek, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Alyssa Milano. Hey, where were you when I was 18? <laughs> all right. Uh, now I'm trying to think of all my childhood crushes. I can't even think. Topanga, Born Meets World. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That that was a that that was my that and Sunny from WWF. There you go. <laughs> and Sable. And Sable. Uh, Actually, was it you? Okay, I know we're gonna end the show, but remember when Sable, like WWF, Sable had her Playboy issue? Wasn't it? Wasn't it you? And we'll have a, have a good next week, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Stay safe. <laughs> Peace out. Not gonna get me in trouble. All right, have a good one, guys. Peace out. <laughs>